Welcome to Yoni Kibat, a podcast dedicated to advocating for intersectional feminism through storytelling. This episode features Chichi Amwefuna. She's a biology major with a minor in education. Chichi's monologue, A Clarification, is about her experience growing into her blackness and her journey towards self-acceptance and loving her black skin. It also deals with her frustrations in being a black woman in a culture that commodifies black cultures, as expensive as they are, while either ignoring or actively degrading black people, especially women. A clarification. Let's get one thing straight. I am not beautiful in spite of my blackness. No, I am not mixed with anything. I don't need another race to fix mine. No, I'm not pretty for a black girl. Not a good pickup line. And no, I do not need your Eurocentric standards of beauty to task me with a duty to conform to a norm of blonde hair and blue eyes in order to validate my existence or life. You see, over the course of my life, I've become used to people demonizing my skin color. So used to it, in fact, that there were a number of years when I felt this pigment in my skin, this melanin magnificence, could only be the source of a course of events and incidents where my body would be undervalued, underprivileged, and subsequently underground. While looking back, these thoughts may seem dark and twisted, when you deep it, it's a miracle any others even existed. When I looked at my white peers and even fellow POC, all I ever saw was my own black looking back at me. How it wasn't good enough. How it wasn't pretty enough. As I got older, feelings of inferiority were replaced by indignance. Exhaustion of fueling each and every trend by coincidence. And if you look closely at who was imitated, this same demographic was always the most degraded. Constantly being bitten by someone bitter while being told by this counterfeiter that you are not enough. The irony in carbon copies wearing the costume when it suits them, but shedding the skin when the cops come in. But despite it all, I refuse to be bound. In fact, now I'm learning and burning to the ground all these ideals and structures that have been pushed around because contrary to popular belief, my blackness is not a thorn on my flower. It's a pillar holding up my pantheon, a throne I may rest upon. It's a deity of pretty, the beauty I breathe, an exquisite existence. More than just the superficial, larger than big lips and a BBL. So when you say I'm pretty for a black girl, I know your terrain lacking to your whack world. It doesn't exist by your hierarchy, and it laughs at your restrictions. My blackness and my beauty is not a contradiction. You've just finished hearing Chi-Chi's wonderful performance. Welcome to the Q&A portion of this episode. To start us off, Chi-Chi shares her motivation for writing this monologue. My motivation for writing this piece was really just uh, a bunch of experiences that I had had throughout the course of my life in regards to my Blackness and how that affects my experience as a woman, especially. Very often, Black women are critiqued for their appearances to a ridiculous degree, like way more than I see a lot of other people of other experiences being critiqued for their appearances. And in my personal experience, it's been something where 
not only am I judged so harshly because I'm a woman, but especially because I'm a Black woman. And I felt really moved to write about that experience and how it affects me and how I saw myself growing up. Um, And my intent for this piece was just to kind of share that experience so that other people going through that um, would be able to relate to that, um, would know that, you know, that there are other people who experience that, obviously, and to kind of spread more awareness about that. In her piece, Chichi writes about Blackness as if it's more than just a physical attribute. She explains her intent behind it. I think based off of, especially in recent years in like media, what people see Um, when they think of blackness, a lot of times it is one specific type of blackness or a caricature almost of blackness. It's very physical. It's very appearance-based. It's, you know, what something that I think is easy to commodify, if that makes sense. But as a black person who, like, lives a black experience, um... I feel like I know that there's much more to blackness than just what I look like. Um, Blackness is also my culture, um, and there are many different black cultures. I'm Nigerian, so that's the culture. I'm actually specifically Igbo, um, so that's like my black culture. There's also black American culture. I'm a black person living in America, and I have the privilege to be able to um, participate in black American culture, which I think is something that is becoming a bit of a commodity, but there's like more to blackness than just what I look like. Obviously, my skin color and my hair texture are very important parts of my blackness to me, but that's not all my blackness is. It's also the way that I relate to other people, the way that I relate to other black women, the way that I move through the world, the way that I carry myself. And I think that my blackness is obviously going to be different from the next person's blackness because we're different people, but we do have that unifying factor, which is the fact that we're like black, our blackness. In the beginning of her piece, she mentions feeling estranged from other people of color due to her blackness. Here, she elaborates on this feeling. Growing up, I had a lot of friends who were people of color, but were not black. And I feel like that's a very important distinction to make because while people of color also face oppression um, in the larger system of white supremacy, very often in those communities, they do perpetuate anti-blackness. And that's something that I saw firsthand growing up where um, I had friends where I would go to their houses and they were people of color, but their parents or even their siblings would make statements to me that were racist and anti-black or we would make jokes And they would make jokes that were offensive. And I even knew people who were not Black but would say the N-word and thought it was okay because they were also a person of color. And when I was younger, that just kind of made me feel separated from other people of color because I felt that even in those circles, I wasn't safe just because I would still be a victim of anti-Blackness. Now that I've grown up, I know that that's still a very valid issue, but that's not a reason for me to be afraid of being in those spaces. I think it's all the more reason for Black people to be in those spaces so they can bring light to those issues and kind of highlight why it's important for everyone to be conscious of anti-Blackness, regardless of whether you're a person of color or not. Finally, here are Chi Chi's last words. I think 
growing up, especially in America, where the media is so in like white supremacy is so ingrained in the media, it's very important to realize that you don't have to look the way that very often you're told you have to look in order to be beautiful. Um, And it's something that you kind of have to learn to do, but it's a really important step, I think, to appreciating your whole self. What I want people to take away from my piece, especially Black women, is that your blackness and your beauty is not something that has to exist in separate in a sep- in separate realms. They don't have to be apart or different from each other. They can coexist. Thank you for listening to Chichi's episode. If you'd like to hear more Unikibop performances, we'll be releasing new podcast episodes every day through April 25th. Stay tuned.